0: You're listening to You've Got This, episode 333. Welcome to You've Got This, a weekly podcast for higher education professionals looking to increase their confidence and capacity for juggling the day-to-day demands of an academic life. I'm your host, Dr. Katie Linder. On this episode, I thought I would debrief my recent travel experience. This was the first time that I had been on a plane in like three and a half years, and I was super nervous about it as you could probably hear in my most recent episode because I was doing all the planning and uh, whenever I'm nervous I try to execute a lot of control over things um, that I often don't have very much control over so I thought I would talk a little bit about how this trip went and debrief not just the time where I was actually traveling but also a little bit about my recovery time which was uh, a really helpful thing for me to build in for this particular trip. So the first thing I'll mention is that the day before I traveled I had an early early flight that left at 7:35 in the morning and um, I decided the night before to kind of get all my stuff in order and obviously I was kind of like packing and I had to stop and get some new like um, travel size toothpaste and things like that because all of mine had expired so I got all that and gathered it. And then I meditated and this was actually really good. This was a good move to kind of try to relax and just kind of like let it go because there's so much with travel that is out of your control. And so um, our airport leave time the following morning was going to be at like five o'clock in the morning. I was like really um, not sure how long it would take to get there, you know, go through security. I had heard from someone that like the travel pre-check was at a different location. And because I hadn't been to this airport in years and years, I was like, all right, I'm going to give myself extra buffer time and just try to like relax as much as I can. So I went to bed the night before at eight o'clock after doing this meditation and actually got a pretty good night's sleep. Sometimes I'll have like anxiety dreams and things like that before um, I travel, and because I often get up super early in the morning, I wasn't worried that I was going to like miss my alarm, which I really appreciate. The fact that I often get up, you know, between four four and five o'clock anyway, made an early morning um, wake up call for this flight not that big of a deal. So I actually woke up pretty early, um, just naturally. And got up at around 3:50 and did a ride on my Peloton and then meditated again. So I made sure that I had plenty of time in the morning just to kind of stay relaxed. And um, again, we left super early just not to feel rushed. And I got to the airport, you know, found the TSA pre-check um, and was literally through security in less than five minutes. So I had all this time to kind of like wander around the airport. So I ended up like walking around the airport quite a bit just to kind of like reorient myself. To To the terminal and and like what was there. And there's been a lot of changes in the Denver airport even in the last few years. They've upgraded you know a lot of different areas and things like that so it was kind of fun to walk around. And so I got in about 5,000 steps and then waited about 20 minutes to board and then gate checked a bag to make it easier to board southwest because as you may know Southwest is kind of like an open call for seating. And so once you get on, if you have a bag that has to go into an overhead bin, sometimes you have to go further down into the back of the plane to make sure you have a place for that to go. So I gate checked my my larger bag that would kind of go through all the way to baggage claim in Nashville so that once I got on the plane, I could just like pick the seat that I wanted um, and ended up with like a middle seat you know, toward the front of the plane, which was fine for just like a couple hour flight. I did swap out my mask um, before I got on the plane, so I was in the airport using kind of the normal mask that I wear every day, and then I swapped to kind of a more heavy-duty mask once I was on the plane, and these are the kinds of masks um, that have a little bit more form to them, and they don't work well with glasses, I'll just say that, like they're they're kind of awkward, but I did feel more comfortable in that mask because the plane was very full, and Um, now, you know, like knock on wood, I have not gotten sick yet (laughs) since this trip. Um, it's been a few days, but it's, it's very helpful to me because when I traveled in the past, I would get sick all the time, either on the, the trip itself, I would often come down with something for longer trips. Um, or when I got back, um, I would have a cold or something like that. And so, uh, again, knock on wood so far, so good. So what I did for the majority of this first flight, which was thankfully, you know, like not too turbulent, it was a little bit bumpy leaving Denver, but then it was fine, um, is I started an audiobook, um, actually in the morning when I was on the, the Peloton bike in the morning, I had started an audiobook, so I was partially through it and wanted to just kind of keep going, which I definitely recommend like not starting something new, but being kind of in the middle of something so that you have something to look forward to. And that first flight was just over two hours long. The other little trick that I do just to pass the time is I set a timer on my phone that kind of counts down how much time I have left, and that gives me a sense of when I think we're going to like start descending into the city and when I need to like put my stuff away. So I listened to my audiobook for a while and also did a puzzle for a little while, which passed some, some time, um, and before too long, you know, we were on the ground in Nashville, which was great. I think I landed around like, 11 o'clock local time. So, I had already scoped out a vegan gluten free cafe in Nashville that was literally like five minutes from the airport and then five minutes again at the hotel. It was like right in the middle of the between uh, space between these two locations. And I ended up eating like so many meals at this place because even though I was only there like two days, um, there wasn't anything that was kind of like quick and easy in the general vicinity of this like retreat center. Um, there was like no Chipotle. I mean, there was a mall, but it had a bunch of restaurants that weren't like super vegan friendly. So I went there for lunch and then grabbed a snack, which I thought was going to be my breakfast for the next morning. It was a scone. Uh, of course I ate it that afternoon because I was hungry from traveling. Um, but I had like a great, um, salad while I was there and it was great just to have like vegetables. Like you get off the plane and you're so dehydrated even after just a couple of hours. Like I... I actually was very surprised on this trip how much flying impacted me physically, which I'll talk a little bit about uh, later. But it was so wonderful to have um, some veggies, like when I when I got right off the plane. I had time to go to a couple of sessions on the first day and then I rested for like an hour in the hotel room before I had dinner with a colleague. Um, and then we uh, went back, of course, to the same cafe. Um, but the other thing I did that afternoon, which was helpful, is I set an alarm for when I needed to check in for my flight the next day so I didn't forget. So again, flying Southwest, you get like a boarding um, you get like a, a boarding number. And the quicker you check in, you know, the, the better your number is. And so I wanted to make sure I did that. So I did end up going to bed later than usual that night. Of course, you know, had a marathon conversation with this colleague of mine that I hadn't seen in a while. Um, which was wonderful to just like go to dinner and chat with her and uh, had another great like sandwich and um, uh, was able to like grab some snacks for the next day. They had these wonderful breakfast muffins at this cafe. So I grabbed one for the following day. Um, And then when I went to bed, I used a white noise app, um, which I have on my phone. And this is something that's actually built in with the iPhone. It's kind of hard to find. It's under like accessibility And then there's like a visual audio thing that you can do, and then you can do white noise, which I thought was um, really nice to have that built in. And also took my melatonin, which I, I do like five milligrams of that at night now, and was able to get, you know, a pretty good night's sleep. Okay, day two. This is the day that I was flying back. So very quick trip there and back. I woke up and did some strength and stretching workouts um, through my Peloton app and a meditation again in my room in the morning. So meditation was actually a really important component of this trip for me to help me really kind of stay relaxed. I also practiced my presentation in my room. This was something that I had actually presented on um, kind of locally within my institution before, but it had been a while. It'd probably been, you know, a year since I'd given this talk. And so um, went through my slides and just kind of walked through everything with myself and then listened to an audiobook and just kind of like walked around my room for a little while. Um, And it was nice to have like a very quiet morning and not like immediately go to the conference breakfast. I had the muffin from the night before, so it was easy to kind of have that in my room. I'd also grabbed a couple bottles of water the night before, so I had like plenty to hydrate me in the morning, which was great. Okay, then I presented uh, in kind of the mid-morning and connected with a couple of people that I'll follow up with after the conference. Um, This topic that I talked about was, was building a digital strategy and kind of the logistics of that that is making the digital strategy inclusive, but also having a digital strategy that's focused on being equity serving within an institution. And um, so it was kind of fun because it was a very niche topic. And so the people who showed up for this talk um, really needed to hear it. Like they were working on similar things at their own institutions, so made some really nice connections there. Okay. After that, I went back to the cafe for one final meal, which was another salad. I was, again, trying to stay really hydrated, Um, grabbed, you know, like a cookie for the road so that I had that when I was going to the airport. Um, And then I gave myself plenty of time to like be at the airport, walk around, you know, like try to get in some movement before I had to get back on the plane. Okay, here's what happened. So I get to the airport and I'm like several hours early, but this is my preference, especially when I'm leaving on a trip, rather than feeling like anxious and nervous that I'm going to like miss my flight or not be there on time or have to take extra time through security. I tend to go early. This is the procrastinator in me that I like to have this buffer time. Well, I get to the airport, my flight's supposed to leave around five o'clock and I get this notification that has been delayed to almost 10 o'clock at night because of weather and I'm like oh you know this is like no no fun you know I'm obviously not thrilled by this um, but at the same time I would so much rather not fly through severe thunderstorms which is what they were trying to kind of work around and I decided I'm just going to make the best of this like it's fine I have plenty of books to read and you know I can walk around and um, not a big deal like and and the Nashville airport all of the um The terminals are connected, and so I could go to like A, B, C, D terminals and just kind of get plenty of walking in, so that was fine. So I spent the first couple of hours that I was at the airport getting in a walk, you know, calling my partner. I did some journaling. I responded to some emails, and then I sat and like charged my devices while I was like listening to an audiobook, was able to finish an audiobook. So this was, I think, number one or two that I was able to finish during this trip. I ended up finishing, I think, like three books overall on this trip, which was really fun. So after that, it was a little bit closer to dinner time around the time my flight was originally supposed to leave. So I grabbed some Burger King fries. This is the challenge of a Nashville airport is there's not a whole lot of options um, for vegan. And uh, admittedly, Burger King fries are not the best option and are probably, you know, like cross-contaminated with all kinds of things. But this is kind of my go-to thing is I'll find a place where I can just get some French fries, um, relatively high, you know, in calories. And then I can just like walk it off, you know, as I go through this. But it's not super filling. It's not super healthy and um, obviously not ideal, but that's what I did. Um, and then I had another four hours <laughs> to wait. So I took another walk while I was listening to my audiobook. And then all of a sudden I had like just checked the screen and it was like, oh, it was moving from like 945 to like 915. And then it was like 855. And I was like, oh, OK, this is like moving in a good direction of like when this is going to leave. I get a sudden notification that my flight is leaving in 15 minutes, um, and this is via email. They're not texting, like, and it it shows up on the screen, but it was like this instantaneous thing. And at this point, I'm like across the terminal, so I'm like speed walking back to the gate, like trying to figure out what's going on. And I get back to the gate, and everyone else, as you can imagine, who's like figured this out, is also like rushing to the gate, trying to figure out like, are we leaving? What's going on? And it turns out that, I found this out later, the pilot was telling us that he um, had gotten a request to route the flight around the weather. So this would basically add another hour to this flight. And he got the request when he was flying another plane. And so he couldn't answer it immediately. But when he landed, he's like, sure, like, let's reroute around the weather. It's fine. And so this triggered them to, like, basically put the flight back to its almost normal time of leaving. But then the crew was not there because they thought we were leaving at like nine and everyone else thought we were leaving at nine. And so like they had to call the crew back and it took some time. So even though they were like 15 minutes, you know, we're leaving. It ends up being like an hour, you know, before we actually pull out of the gate. But what this meant was the plane is like a third of the way full. I mean, like there's nobody in the back of the plane. There are empty seats everywhere in like the middle seats because there were a bunch of people who just weren't at the airport. They, they assumed that the flight time was like nine o'clock at night and they just went about their business and like never came to the airport. So um, very open flight, which, as we all know, is great in terms of like stretching out and, and making sure that you have plenty of things to do. Um, so I had an aisle seat that was, had the middle open for the plane ride home and it was a slightly longer flight. It ended up being almost four hours long, um, to get home because we, we basically flew all the way up to like the Great Lakes to avoid this like thunderstorm weather and then came back down to Denver. Um, but I ended up getting home before the time that I thought I was going to have to leave. So that was nice because originally it was like, I was getting home after midnight, which would have obviously not been ideal. So I listened to two more audiobooks on the flight, was able to finish one, I started on the way, and then read another short book as well. And by the time I got home, I was pretty tired, but I had to go to work the next day. Um, And I wanted to give a little bit of like an update of this recovery time as well. So rather than kind of like stop the story here, of like I made it through the trip uh, and I'm home now, here's what happened, you know, the following day. So uh, I woke up on a Friday. So I got home Thursday night, woke up on Friday, was going to work that day. I had actually a bunch of things going on at work that were quite important, like presentations and meetings and things that I I couldn't be remote, like a lot of stuff that was in person. But I woke up super sore. (laughs) Like the whole lower half of my body was super sore. And this is probably a combination of like wandering around the airport so much. I was clearly getting in like, you know, way more steps than I normally did. But also, you know, like whenever you fly, you know, you get like swollen and. I don't know, like your body, just like your circulation is different. So I took some Advil and then when I got to work, I prioritized getting in as many walks as I possibly could. So I took like a walking meeting with my assistant in the morning, like when I first got there and then I took a walk at lunch and then I had to walk to another building like later in the day for a talk that I had to give. Um, And then I also did some chair yoga midday. I was really just trying to get in as much movement as possible just to like flush out my system from the travel Um, And then that night, you know, as you can imagine, I was feeling pretty fatigued uh, by the time I got to the end of the day. And I made a real point to leave on time. Um, Fridays, sometimes there's like that one last thing you're trying to do. But I really like set my alarm and was like, nope, like leave at the end of the day. And I went to dinner with my partner. Um, We did a quick errand, dropped off some books at the library and when I got home, I really wanted to feel like I was like resetting and getting my life back in order on Friday night. So I threw on an audiobook, as one tends to do. And then I unpacked all my carry on luggage, stored it away, started a load of laundry, answered a bunch of emails that had come in in the couple of days that I'd been away um, from like clients. So this is stuff with like my side business. So I got that kind of uh, done. And then while I was gone, we also got the delivery of a hammock that I ordered to put outside in our backyard. That's one of those like freestanding hammocks with the, the kind of metal framing. So I put that together. It's currently sitting in our living room um, all while I was listening to an audiobook. Now you might say, like, why, why is this sitting in your living room? Because, well, Saturday we got snow. So I had also blocked my weekend um, to be pretty open. And as I record this, it's it's actually Saturday evening of the same weekend. And on Saturday, I had uh, in the morning this morning, I had a coach training class, but the rest of the day, I just left open, you know, like no client meetings, I blocked everything just so I had a little more recovery time. Um, So we woke up to snow, and it was a good decent amount of snow, it's since kind of melted off, but we got a couple inches this morning. Um, so I still have that hammock sitting in my my dining room, actually, um, until it's, it gets a little warmer here. Um, but I mostly prioritized, uh, again, movement, like, again, trying to, like, flush out my body. I got uh, a longer bike ride in this morning, some stretching, and then also more meditation uh, because that is just the thing that is calming me down recently and it's working really well. And I've also been playing around with meditations on the the Peloton app, but I do also meditations through Insight Timer, which has been kind of my go-to for a while. Um, so I read for a while this morning and in the early afternoon, I took a two-hour nap. How wonderful was that? Uh, this was a similar like amazing nap to what I did over the uh, break that I recently took over spring break. If you follow along, you know, I'm a huge nap fan, um, but it's, it's taken me a while to kind of get back into a space where I'm having good naps again. So I took a really nice leisurely nap today, which just felt like the ultimate recovery of just kind of like resetting my body. I, I'd kind of reset everything in my house, um, got in some really nice movement this morning and then was able to get some extra rest today. So a very, very relaxing day to continue recovering from this travel. So overall, I have to report a really good trip, kind of getting back on the horse with this plane travel, but I'm also glad I don't have to travel again until the middle of the summer for my next conference. I will say this took quite a bit out of me. I was surprised. I I thought that I'd be able to kind of like bounce back into travel and it was like physically exhausting. I had forgotten like how, how exhausting it is for me to do that. So I'm really proud that the experience is done. I was able to plan it to be kind of as comfortable for myself as possible. The recovery time on the other side, though, was my absolute favorite part. Um, I will absolutely do this for travel in the future to really just try to build in that time so that I have extra time to rest, extra time to really think about um, how I can get my body to like bounce back. And again, knock on wood all day long. Hopefully I I will not get any kind of germs um, and illness from this particular trip. So I would love to hear what your recent travel experiences have been like and if you schedule in recovery time because um, this is something that has just been a huge win for me. So if you want, you can email me at hello at drkadylinder.com. I always love to hear from you and uh, would love to hear about your most recent travel experiences as well. Thanks so much for listening. Thanks for listening to this episode of You've Got This. You can access show notes and transcripts for each episode at drkatylinder.com slash podcasts. If you found this episode helpful, please also consider reading and or reviewing the show through Apple Podcasts.